0: Film Fair Kim Manch Parhonge, Ranbir Kapoor, Karina Kapoor Khan, Karti Varun Dhawan, Janvi Kapoor, or Sara Ali Khanke. Electrifying performances. To Hujayitayar for Hindi cinema's biggest celebration. Watch the 69th Hyundai Film Fair Awards 2024 with Gujarat's Tourism on Sunday, 18th February, 9 p.m. Only on ZT- it's
1: new, it's amazing. It's Prel, P-R-E-L-L, P-R-E-L-L. Proctron Gamble's new Radiant Cream Shampoo in the handy tube. Prow brings you the life of Riley. Well, the shampoo that removes dandruff in as little as three minutes and leaves hair radiantly clean, radiantly lovely, presents the life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley. members of the Riley family get along quite amicably. But every now and then, the father and the son come into conflict with each other. A conflict that's usually resolved when the more intelligent of the two gives in gracefully. But today, Junior Riley seems particularly stubborn.
2: But Pop, why can't I get a jalopy? I can drive swell. Junior,
3: stop and... arguing. I told you for the last time you're not getting no car.
2: But Pop, it's only $40. $40?
3: $40. You must think I'm made of dough. All I got is this one nickel to my name. Me, the head of the house.
2: And your mother will not give me my allowance till Monday. But I'm not asking you for money. I saved up $40 and I can get a swell little car and fix it. I I said no. My head's made up.
4: No. Now, Junior, when your father says no, he means no.
2: Oh, I can never get anything out of him. Junior. Let me handle this, Peg.
3: Now, look, son, I ain't selfish like some fathers. I love to make sacrifices for my kids and give them things. To show you the kind of a father I am, you got $40 saved up for a jalopy, save up $3,000 more, and I'll buy you a brand-new Cadillac. (laughs) But this won't cost you any money. It ain't the money. I'm not going to have you speed in a car knocking over pedestrians.
4: Anyway, you're too young.
3: Yeah, wait till you're older. You can get a license to do it. Now, go get dressed or we'll be late for my club's picnic. you got to go. i got us entered in the father and son race.
2: I'm not going.
4: Now, listen, Junior... You no, no mind, you're... Peg.
3: Let him stay home. I don't need him. I'll get his sister to be in the father and son race.
4: <laughs> Come on, let's
3: go.
2: Babs, you
5: ready? Oh, there, Daddy. What's all the rumpets about?
2: Oh, they won't let me buy a car. And all the other fellas... Are Junior, gone. I don't want to hear that word mentioned in this house again. But why can't I have a car? That it.
3: You've got to be punished. No allowance for the next four weeks. And no football. You come right home after school and stay in your room.
2: Oh, but that's not fair.
3: I'm your father. I don't have to be fair.
5: <laughs> oh, you're always
2: I'll run away someday. You'll see. Junior. Yes, I will. I'll run away. You'll see. You'll be sorry.
4: Now look what you've done. Look what I've done. It's
3: a losing fight. Junior, dear. Now wait, Peg. Don't go in there. Let him stay in his room till he's ready to apologize. Now come on, we'll be late for the picnic.
4: Oh, you and Babs, go ahead. I don't want to leave him like this.
3: Oh, he'll be all right, Peg. All kids talk about running away, but they never do.
4: Well, some of them do. You told me when you were a kid you once ran away from home.
3: Oh, but that was different. My father was chasing me. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go. Uh, Oh, Riley, I'm worried about. Worrying. He's just talking. I know child psychology. I just put myself in his place and I know exactly what he's thinking.
4: You can't know.
3: Yes, I can. I may be 40 years old, but I can still think like a child.
5: <laughs>
4: oh, hurry, Babs. Can't you walk a little faster, Riley? What's
3: the rush, Dumplin'? Well,
4: I want to get home. When a boy of 13 talks about running away, it's serious. Hmm,
3: Fine thing dragging me away in the middle of the pie-eating contest. I was three pies ahead, too.
4: (laughs) Will you stop it, Riley? Here I am, sick with worry, but you care less for your own son than you do for those those nauseating pies.
3: I resent that. There's nothing I care for more than my nauseating son. I mean, (laughs) I worry about him plenty.
4: Please, Daddy, don't shout on the street. Well, you don't look very worried now.
3: That's because there's nothing to worry about. Silly. The kid ain't going to run away just because... Oh, stop
4: because talking so much and open the door. No
3: free speech anymore.
4: Junior? Junior? Oh, I hear him in his room. Junior, is that you in there? Oh, Junior, why didn't you answer? Oh, hello. What? <laughs> What are you doing with all those clothes? Mother, look, he hid a suitcase under the bed. I knew it. I told you he'd try to run away, but you wouldn't listen. You know all about boys. Now,
3: wait. Just because he's packing don't mean he's running away. What
4: else could it mean?
3: Well, uh, maybe he's getting married or... uh... Oh,
4: Junior, how could you even think of running away? You ought to be ashamed. I don't
2: care. I can run away if I want to.
4: Junior, I won't hear that kind of talk.
2: Now, hold on, Peg.
3: Let me handle this.
4: Well, go on then. Huh.
3: So, so you want to run away from home, huh, Junior? Okay, go ahead, run away, Riley. I know what I'm doing, Peg. Psychology, son. Hey. Run away. I give you permission. Come on, I'll help you pack.
4: Chester Riley, are you out of your mind?
3: Just temporarily. <laughs> Come out here, Peg. I want to talk to you. So go on with your packing, Junior.
4: Riley, what are you up to?
3: Ah, Don't you get it? The best way to stop a kid from doing a thing is to tell him to do it. Oh, that's ridiculous. Youngsters always do the opposite from what you tell them. That's the way I was when I was a boy. Whatever my folks said, I did the opposite. They said go to school, I went to work. They said work in an office, I worked in a factory. They said marry that beautiful girl, Mary Wallace, I married you. I'll tell him to run away. He'll stay home. Yes, but suppose You he watch. Will. He won't even leave the house. Now, you go make supper. I'll go back in there and use my psychology.
4: Oh, be careful now.
3: Well, Junior.
4: Daddy, you ought to straighten out this little dope. All he can talk about is running away to Mexico.
3: Mexico, huh? Well, in that case, I might as well say goodbye to you, Junior. Buenas noches, senorita.
5: <laughs>
3: when you're down there, send me a basket of cucarachas. They're my favorite dish
4: joke. He needs the Babs,
3: go-, go help your mother.
4: Oh, all right.
3: Well,
2: son, as we Mexicans say, hostela visitor.
5: <laughs> oh, quit
2: making fun of me. I will run away someday. You'll see. Someday. We'll do
3: it now. Believe me, you love it. Here, let me pack for you. Yes, sir. I once ran away and joined the circus. They gave me a job as night watchman. I'd still be there, only I got fired. Somebody stole an elephant right from under my nose. <laughs> uh, here, Junior, you better take along these sweaters and this heavy underwear. It uh, might be cold. Yes, sir, Junior, I had the best time of my life. There's nothing like running away from home.
2: Well, don't worry, I will.
3: You bet you will, and that's an order. And uh, Say, son, I, uh, I notice you got pictures of me and your mother and your sister on the dresser there. Not that you'll get lonesome never seeing us, but
2: it uh, might be a good thing
3: to have them along.
2: Well, okay, hand me Mom's picture, will you? Yeah, here you are. And Babs' picture? There. And here's... That's all.
5: <laughs>
3: well, you might as well take mine, too, in case you want something to start a fire with. <laughs> well, you finish your packing. Don't forget to come in and say goodbye before you run away.
4: Hey. Right. Hey. Is everything all right?
3: Perfecto, Senor. He's cured.
4: Oh, thank heaven. You know
3: what did it? I ordered him to run away. You what? I told him what a great time he'd had. Oh, he fell for it like a ton of bricks.
4: Oh, then he promised he wouldn't go?
3: Well, he didn't go that far. His pride wouldn't let him. But don't worry, he won't leave this house.
4: What's he doing now? Oh, he's
3: probably unpacking the valise. (laughs) I packed it for him.
4: You packed
3: it? Yes, sir, and that's what really changed his mind.
4: Oh, well, I'm glad that's over. (laughs) Oh, Junior, supper's on the table. He's gone.
3: He can't be. He must be hiding here someplace. Look in his valise.
4: Oh, the valise is gone. Look, the window's open. He went out the window. No,
3: no, he couldn't, have. He must be hiding. Junior, come out.
4: Don't play hide-and-seek. I'll find him. Oh, stop looking in the inkwell.
5: <laughs> he went out the window. Oh, look, the
4: shrubbery's all trampled.
3: Peg... My first hunch was right. He's gone.
4: You and your psychology. Oh, of all the stupid, insane now, now, things Now, now,
3: Peg, I... take it easy. This is all part of my plan. I, I, I knew he'd go. I you knew? Well, sure. I, I figured he'd leave the house, and then, then I'd follow him, see?
4: Well, then what are you standing there for? Go after him. Oh, yeah,
3: yeah, oh, yeah, I'm going. Now, 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 don't you worry, Peg. This is all part of my plan, see? Psych- psychology. I'll, I'll give him enough rope until he hangs me. <laughs>
6: Lively, Watch the step. Come on, kid, make up your mind. You getting on this bus or not? I'm getting on. I'll snap into it. I ain't got all... Junior!
5: Pin. Junior, wait for me! Hold it! Wait, wait! Wait! Whew! I made it. Deposit five
2: cents in the box.
3: Another second and I'd have missed you,
2: Sonny. Uh, I suppose you want to take me home now. Well, okay, let's get off. Oh,
3: no. No, I, I wouldn't think of it.
2: I'll, I'll just go along with you a little way.
6: Hey, what is this, a coffee clutch? (laughs) Deposit five cents in the box.
2: Oh, gee, I left my money at home. I'll I'll have to get off. No, you won't. Here, I'll lend you a nickel. That's for my boy's
3: fare, driver.
6: Okay. How about your fare?
3: Oh, sure. uh, Well, uh, that was my last nickel. Uh,
6: uh. (laughs) Now, look, Mac, put your fare in the box or get off with the bus. But, 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 but you
3: don't understand, driver. This is an emergency. My boy here is running away from home, and I've come to see him off.
5: <laughs>
3: you know how it is. You're probably a your father yourself. It ain't every day a boy runs away from home.
6: He's running away, and you're seeing them off? Yeah. There's nothing in the regulations that says i got to transport screwballs. Now, get off! No, hey, wait. Now get. wait a minute. Take it easy, you.
5: Wait. Wait. Stop. Junior. Junior.
3: He's gone Could it be there's something wrong with my psychology?
4: Oh, Riley, is that you? Where have you been? Well, where's Junior? Didn't you find...
3: I got news for you Junior's run away
4: Oh, didn't you find him?
3: Well, I did and I didn't Talk sense. Well, I saw him getting on a bus, so I got on, too. But he didn't have any money for his fare. So so they put him off? Well, no, I lent him a nickel.
4: (laughs) You lent him a nickel?
3: Don't worry, he's good for it. Oh,
4: Oh, how could you do such a stupid thing? Well, let me
3: explain. You'll understand. You see, I figured that Junior would... You see, the bus was uh, only... I thought if I went... if, If... how can I expect you to understand I don't understand myself?
4: I, I should have gone after him myself. Oh, Riley, you'll give me gray hair. No,
3: don't cry, Peg. If I do, I'll tear him out by the roots. That's a promise.
4: Oh, there's no sense standing here. We've got to find him. I'm calling the police. No,
3: no, no. You mustn't do that. We don't want a scandal. You know what the neighbors are like. They'll see the cops coming in here and they'll think you beat me up.
4: Well, they won't be far wrong. And I don't care what the neighbors think. I, I want to find my poor boy. Well,
3: so do I. But wait till tonight. He's sure to come back by then. I know just what's going on in his mind. So let's just use a little psyche. If you
4: say that word once more, I'll... I'll... Oh, I don't know why I ever listened to you. If it hadn't been for you, Junior... do have LAUGHTER
5: Everything will
3: be okay. I'll find him. I know it's natural for a mother to worry, but believe me, in one hour your worries will be over. I'll have him back here dead or alive.
1: We'll hear the second act of the life of Riley in a moment. Everybody's cheering for Prel.
4: For amazing Prell. Procter & Gamble's new radiant cream shampoo in a handy tube.
1: There are two reasons why everybody's cheering for Pral.
4: First, women like Prel because radiance the word for Prel washed hair. Why, Prell actually leaves hair more radiant than any soap or soap shampoo.
1: Second, both men and women like Prel because of the way it goes after dandruff. Prell removes unsightly dandruff in as little as three minutes. Examinations by a group of doctors proved it. Even stubborn dandruff was controlled by only two Prel shampoos a week.
4: And the whole family likes Prel's handy tube. No messy jars or slippery bottles. No
1: wonder everybody's cheering for...
4: P-R-E-L-L Prel Shampoo. they radiant, gleaming bright. Not a bit of dandruff is inside. Comes in a tube. Handy too. P-R-E-L-L Prel Shampoo.
1: By Prel Shampoo. Now back to the life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley. Hello,
4: Beth. Hello, Daddy. Any sign of him? No,
3: I looked everywhere. I turned the town upside down.
4: But where would a kid like Junior go to? That's
3: what I asked myself. I said to myself, where would I go if I was a kid and I ran away from home? I must have been to every burlesque show in town. Where's your mother?
4: Still out looking for Junior. She called before and she sounded awful over the
3: phone. Oh, I just can't face her, Babs. When she hears I didn't find him, I... Listen, we'll have to tell her that Junior's back. But he isn't. Well, we'll make make out that he is.
2: We can't do that.
3: Sure I can. I'll fix up pillows in Junior's bed so it looks like him. I'll use a little pillow for his head and a big pillow for his... I can do it. And then we'll tell her that she can't disturb him because he's sound asleep. But
4: it's cruel to fool a mother like that, and she's sure to find out in the morning.
3: By that time, Junior will be back. I know it. I guarantee it. I know, boys.
4: No, Daddy, I won't have anything to do with it.
3: Please, Babs, you got to help me out, please.
4: It's no use begging me, I just... I'm
3: not begging you. As your father, I order you. No. All right, I'm begging you.
5: <laughs> You've got to do
3: this, Babs. I just ain't got the heart to tell your mother I didn't find Junior. Not that I'm afraid of what she'll do to me. It's her I'm thinking of. She won't sleep all night. I know, You know how I... she worries. She's able to get sick. You want your mother to get sick? Well,
5: of course not.
3: Well, then do like I say. At least then the poor darling will have a peaceful night.
4: Well, uh, all right if you think it's best.
3: I know it's best. And when have I been wrong?
4: But I don't like the idea of lying to mother. Neither
3: do I, but when you spare somebody's feelings, you ain't lying. I ought to know. I've been sparing your mother's feelings since the day we got married. Ah, uh, there we are, Babs. I'll just pull this blanket up a little. Uh, now I'll put the light out. Uh, that's better. Yes, sir, you could swear Junior's sleeping in that bed.
4: Well, he looks a little lumpy.
3: Well, I won't let her get this close. Uh, your mother, come on out. Shut the door.
4: Oh, Riley. Hank, did... I got good news. Junior's back?
3: Yeah, just a little while ago.
4: Oh, thank heavens. I was... Frantic. Is he all right? I want to see him. Junior!
3: Shh. He's sound asleep in his room. He was dead tired, so I put him right to bed. You mustn't disturb him.
4: Well, I... I just want to take one look at him. I won't feel at ease until I do.
3: Oh, okay. Just one peek. Shh. There he is. Uh, don't go in. You just stand here in the doorway.
4: Well, I... I can't see very well. Don't
3: put the light on. you wake him up.
4: Oh, the poor dear... Did he have something to eat? Well.
3: Uh, don't worry, he's stuffed. <laughs> now, now, let's get out of here before he wakes up.
4: Oh, what a relief to have him home. Where was he all this time, did he say? Plenty
3: of time for questions in the morning. Now, you better go to bed. You need rest.
4: Oh, yes, I, I'm dead. Well, good night. Good
3: night, sir. It worked. She don't suspect a thing.
4: I still don't like the whole idea. Well,
3: the main thing is she stopped worrying. Tonight, she's a happy mother.
4: But suppose she finds out you tricked her.
3: Then tomorrow night, she'll be a happy widow.
4: <laughs>
3: I'm going out. I've got to find that boy. <laughs> What a mess. The way I feel right now, I wish the earth would open up and swallow me.
6: Perhaps I can help. (laughs) Who's that? It is I, Digby O'Dell, the (laughs) friendly undertaker. Oh, it's you, Digger. Greetings, Riley. You look terrible. Glad to see you. I have got big trouble, Digger. A common complaint. Whenever trouble besets me, I plunge into civic work. I've just come from the U.E.P.S.A.L.C. U.E.P.S.A.L.C.? U-E-P-S-A-L-C. The Undertakers, Embalmers, and pallbearers Save-A-Life Club. <laughs> We're campaigning for careful driving. Driving?
3: That's what started the trouble with my boy. Now he's run away. Oh, you have my sympathy.
6: Once, when I lived in New York... My son, Moss ran away. Uh,
3: Did you have trouble finding him?
6: I asked myself, where would a son of mine run away to? So I went there, and there he was, in Grant's
5: tomb.
3: (laughs) I can't find my
6: boy anywhere. Did you search thoroughly? In our profession, we have a saying, Leave no stone unturned. (laughs)
3: I looked all over town. I tell you, Digger,
6: this whole thing's made me sick. And your dear wife, she must be frantic. Oh, she's
3: okay now. You see, I told her he came back home, and she believed me.
6: And she thinks the boy is safe? Yeah. Man alive, if you'll pardon the expression. <laughs> what possessed you to play such a cruel, practical joke? Well, I, I didn't want her to worry tonight. Where, Riley, or your joke may boomerang which happened to the late Ambrose Twill, whose epitaph I quote. Here lies Ambrose Twill, who thought it would be funny to scare the life out of Grandpa and inherit his money. He lit a 12-inch firecracker, but then forgot to throw it. Now Ambrose is in clover, but he doesn't know it.
5: <laughs>
6: well, I'll find Junior by morning. I've got to. But suppose you don't. Think of the shock to your beloved spouse. Take my advice. Go
3: home. <laughs> tell her the truth. Yeah, I guess you're right. I'll go and tell her. Gee, Digger, you always give me such good advice. You should have been a lawyer.
6: Lawyer, undertaker. There's not much difference, basically. A lawyer gets people out of a hole while I... Oops, that reminds me I have an appointment.
5: <laughs>
6: well, here you go. I'd better be shoveling off. <laughs>
4: Get out of bed. But I I heard a noise in the kitchen. Were you or your father in the kitchen before? Well, not me. And Daddy went out. Go back to bed. You probably just imagined No, I didn't. I heard somebody prowling around in there. Now, come on. we better go see. Oh, Oh, it might be a bird. Who's there? Who's in there? It's me, Junior. What are you... Will you put on the light? Why? Why'd you get up, Junior? And why are you all dressed? I just got home. You just got home? I was in your room an hour ago and I saw you sleeping and... Oh, I see. Well, I never thought I'd live to see the day your father outsmarted me. (laughs) Daddy just put the pillows in the bed so you wouldn't worry tonight. You see, he's... Never mind that. Now, the important thing is Junior's really back. Oh, Darling, do you realize what a terrible thing you did?
2: I'm sorry, Mom. Honestly. Why, we I looked didn't... all
4: over town for you. Daddy's still out looking for you. Where were you all this time?
2: In our garage. Oh, for <laughs> heaven's sake. Hey, Mom, I'm hungry. I didn't eat all day.
4: Oh, you poor dear, you must be starved. Oh, there's your father now. Babs, make junior a sandwich. All right. Now. I'm gonna have a little talk with your father. All right. Peg. Here I am, Riley.
3: Oh, Peg, you're up, Peg. Listen, there's something i got to tell you.
4: I've got something to tell you. Now, let me
3: tell you first. Prepare yourself for some shocking news. I'm a beast.
4: <laughs> What's the shocking news? <laughs>
3: I fooled you, Peg. Junior didn't come back. I put pillows in the bed. You see, I didn't want you to worry. Please don't be sore. It was just one of my crazy ideas, but I didn't mean any harm. You know me. Everybody says I'm harmless. Now,
4: listen, now don't you worry,
3: Peg. I'll find Junior. I'll have him here before morning. I guarantee it. I got a plan. See.
4: Oh, you have, yeah. huh? Who are you phoning? The
3: newspaper. I'm putting in a personal ad for Junior. Violet. That'll bring him back. Oh. You'll see. Hello, classified ads. This is Chester Riley, 1313 Blueview Terrace. I want to put an ad in the personal column.
4: Riley, will you? Shh. Pl-
3: I want it to go like this Dear Junior, please come back. All is forgiven. Come back and I'll. Hello, Pop. Oh, I can hear his little voice now.
5: <laughs> no,
3: no, don't put that in the ad. Say like this Come back, Junior. I'll raise your allowance and I'll buy you a new bicycle, a red one. With, with headlights. With headlights. <laughs>
4: Riley, hang up that phone. When
3: will you print it? Tomorrow morning? Okay. Take this edit, Junior! (laughs) You're back. You came back. What a
5: newspaper!
2: My little baby Oh, now, now, Pop, put me down Oh, Junior, darling, why did you run away? Your mother and me were so
3: worried, darling When we couldn't find you, we almost went crazy, darling You deserve a good licking, darling
4: (laughs) Riley, what are you doing? Taking my
3: belt off I never licked him before, but this time he's got to be taught a lesson Now,
4: wait, Riley Bend
3: over, Junior I said bend over Okay Now, you... uh, Wait a minute Before I give it to you, I want an explanation. Why did you run away?
2: Well, I I wasn't going to at first. I was only kidding, but... But what? But you talked me into it. I didn't want to run away. You forced me to.
3: Oh. Uh, Here, Junior, here's the belt. I'll bend over.
1: (laughs) Rileys, we'll be back in just a moment. No wonder everybody's cheering for Prell, the new radiant cream shampoo in the tube. Hundreds of unsolicited letters prove Prell lives up to its promises. Elaine Fleischman of Blue Island, Illinois, voluntarily writes to Procter & Gamble,
4: Prell is everything you say it is. My hair looks radiantly clean and feels clean. It's Prell for me.
1: Friends, it'll be Prell for you. Once you see how quickly Prell removes unsightly dandruff, leaves hair radiant, Yes, you'll want to sing.
4: P-R-E-L-L Pearl Shampoo Leaves hair radiant, gleaming bright Not a bit of dandruff is inside Comes in a tube, handy too P-R-E-L-L Pearl
5: Shampoo
3: Oh, come on, Peg, don't be sore. I keep telling you I just didn't want you to worry. Come on, give me a kiss. No, Well, okay, don't give me a kiss. I forbid you to give me a kiss. I wouldn't let you kiss me if you gave me $100.
4: (laughs) Your psychology won't work with me. Oh. I, uh, I wish I had $100, dear.
3: Oh. So now you'd like a kiss, huh?
4: No, I'd like a new coat. (laughs) Trapped.
1: Procter Gamble invites you to join us again next week to hear The Life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley. The script is by Ruben Shepard and Alan Lipscott. Music by Lou Kozlov. Mrs. Riley is Paula Winslow, Digger Odell is John Brown, Babs is Barbara Eiler, and Junior is Tommy Cook. The Life of Riley is produced and directed by Irving Brecker.
7: and she never had stocking woe, because her stockings she'd with wonderful ivory snow. Ah, wonderful ivory snow, the soap that's so kind to your hands, you just know it's kind to sheer nylons and dainty lingerie. And your hands will tell you why ivory snow keeps lovely washables lovely longer. Prove it by this simple test. This week, wash your dishes with ivory snow. When you see how it pampers your hands, you'll really know it's extra kind to your fine fabrics. You see, there's no other soap like it. Ivory Snow's the only granulated soap that's ivory mild. Makes suds instantly and lukewarm, even in cool water. So let your hands tell you why Ivory Snow keeps pretty undies, print dresses, and other nice things lovely longer. Yes, wonderful Ivory Snow. S N O W.
1: This is Ken Carpenter reminding you that for radiantly clean, lovely hair, get the shampoo in the tube. P-R-E-L-L Prell Shampoo. And listen again next week when Prell brings you the life of Riley. Good night.
0: Film fair Kim Manchbar Honge, Ranbir Kapoor, Karina Kapoor Khan, Karthik Aryan, Varun Dhawan, Janvi Kapoor, and Sara Ali Khan K. Electrifying performances. To Hojayi Tayar for Hindi cinema's biggest celebration. Watch the 69th Hyundai Film Fair Awards 2024 with Gujarat tourism on Sunday, 18th February, 9 pm, only on ZT.